It's Monday. 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 <laughs> Why are you playing that? I, I feel like a monster truck announcer. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Watch Grave Digger in. I don't know. I don't know any other truck. Goliath. Going to head-to-head match. What are we... T- Okay, let's get on track. This is episode 296. I am not a monster truck announcer. But interestingly enough, I'm going to go off on a tangent right here. In New Haven, New York, my hometown that I grew up in, I'm, I'm living in the city of Oswego, but my hometown's New Haven, New York, tiny little town. Right a rock throw from my uncle's house, the gravedigger truck used to sit parked. Yeah, because the guy that worked on it or drove it was right around there. Huh, fun fact. Maybe I'll do a show on that someday. Let's get back on topic. It's 48 degrees and rainy here in upstate New York. At least it's not snow. It's a balmy. Feels like 43. Highs are going to be about 46 degrees Fahrenheit. And the winds are out of the southwest at 12 miles per hour. Wow, I'm having a deja vu as well. Because I feel like I just talked to you. Because I did. I I had a special episode come out Sunday evening last night. I encourage you, if this is your first time tuning in and you're still listening, thank you (laughs) after that Monday beginning. But I encourage you to go to my show yesterday. Go back to all my shows. Take a listen. I've got almost 300 of them. And the show has changed and progressed throughout the time. And you never really know what you're going to get. But you always get the honest goodness that I can give you. But yeah, check out my show yesterday with Hugo Torres. Today's show... We have Spidey Hack from Spidey Hack's voiceover show, and we talked gaming technology. Okay, hold on. I know. you're Maybe you're saying, I'm not a gamer. This episode's not for me. This episode is still for you because it's not just about us gaming. It's us talking about the gaming systems, when they came out, the technology in them, how much they've changed. And it wasn't techie or anything. It was just fun. We talked a little bit numbers. I uh, had some facts about how much the system cost when they came out, what it would cost today. Here's an example. Sony Walkman came out in 1979 for the cost of $200. In today's money, inflation and everything, that's almost $700 today. Considering the average rent in 1979 was $280, if you can afford a Sony Walkman in 1979, you were the man or woman, however. So yeah, stick around. When we come back, I want to still share our positive quote, so we'll do that, and then we'll jump right into our interview with Spidey Huck. Stick around. I'll be back. I hope you come back, too. Woohoo! Thanks. You're back. I do appreciate you lending me your ear. All right. Here is a quote from Aristotle. Excellence is not an act won by training and habituation. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Aristotle. I like that. Excellence is an act won by training and habituation. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. You have to just train and be habitual about that. If you want to try to get some excellence, it becomes a habit. All right. Now let's hear from Spidey Heck from Spidey Heck's voiceover show. Stick around. Welcome, Spidey Hack. How you doing? What's going on, my brother? How are you doing today? Good, good. Hey, listen, I got something because I know you're into you. You've got the Spidey Hack voiceover show. 
So I wanted to start off with just a strange tone. Let's we'll start it off right. I had to throw that. Throw that the funny thing is with that, I actually used that for uh, an actual visual, a visual video that I had did had a Spider-Man mask on my face. <laughs> You, you and, know, I, and I was dancing to that same track. It's hilarious that you just have to use that. And that's funny. Yeah, I heard it and it screamed you. I'm sorry to step over <laughs> you. I didn't mean to talk over you. But <laughs> no, oh, good. man. Thanks for taking time with me to come on over to the show and uh, just share your voice and be able to talk with me. And um, we'll see what we can get into the mix of. I, I, we, I, we don't really want to do this interview type way, but I do want to start with just uh, telling you how I've, I've been seeing your Instagram things and your, like your video things type stuff are really funny. You know, that Thanks, uh, app, that app you're using where you can dub the voices and stuff. So um, I'll put a link on my show notes to your Instagram so people can go over and check you out. And uh, cause you know, you're, you're a real creative guy. And so that's why I was looking forward to having a conversation with you and seeing where we could go. No problem, man. You know I love your show. You always got that deep, put, put, put people deep in thought. And I always, what I always love about your show, man, is that you keep it real about the whole, you know, like people have these feelings and we all go through these times where we don't feel like at our best. But you know what? As long as we, you know, we got to push ourselves because if we don't push ourselves, no one's going to push us. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to actually have that positive vibe about ourselves. We have to be able to express our creativity, however we can do it. You know what I mean? People may not support it all the time, but you know what? As long as we support ourselves, people will eventually catch on to it. You know what I mean? That's, that's the way it's got to go. You got to push yourself forward first before anybody else could push you. So I always love that about your show, man. And keep pushing forward because I love it. That's why we all right. live on a planet. <laughs> right on, man. Groovy. <laughs> right on. I appreciate that. And you're right. I think that us as creatives, which I've never really considered myself as a creative. And people have been telling me with this, they're like, you know, you're creative. And so when you're getting those blocks or whatever, sometimes when you don't want to push forward, it's that I never really consider myself that. And I think that you found your niche like that too, because you've, you've done something different in the podcasting platform. There's so many people podcasting, but there was something that was different about you when you started on the anchor platform as well. And you're a true creative. And so that's, yeah, I, I appreciate what you said, and I appreciate that uh, you're spreading your creativity as well, because it's not always easy to push ourselves, but when that creative juice is open and flying, sometimes you just feel unstoppable. And uh, I've heard that in your podcast as well. So exactly. Well, appreciate, yeah, you, appreciate you. Groovy. Well, I, I dove into a little bit of research and I figured you know, there was one of two ways we could do this. You know, we could kind of do it the interview route or we could just talk like two two guys really getting to know each other because I feel like I know you from listening to your show. And a lot of times we've called in to each other in almost this year, but you only get that one minute segment. So to just kind of get your take and your memories and your vibes on some memories of like technology, of music and video games and where we are today and where we might be tomorrow, because I'm a gamer still and I started out as a gamer back in, you know, the early 70s, mid-70s. Do you remember, like, your first uh, 
first love or first maybe what it was to technology or music that you can remember? Well, let's 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 start off with technology. Let's go back. Let's go to gaming because if you want to sure. start, there, I'm I'm a, I'm still a true gamer, and you know to this day. So if you want to go back to that part, I have I have to go back to the point where it starts with the arcades because the arcades, you know, people yeah. pay, you know, that's the prehistoric age. You don't really pay attention to <laughs> before we had the, the comfort of playing a game in our house. We had to go to an arcade and we had to play quarters into a machine and you know what I'm saying with Pac-Man or, or Galaga or, you know what I'm saying? Centipede, you oh. know, go back to them, them days, uh, Donkey Kong, you know, there's, I used to love, there were so many different games I used to love playing at the arcade and um one of my favorites I, my favorites was this game um it was a it was it was a kangaroo it was kind of like it was kind of like um donkey kong except for it was like a mama kangaroo and these monkeys <laughs> kidnap her baby kangaroo <laughs> and you had the you had the walk you had the hop around of the kangaroo and punch the monkeys and climb up the stairs and it was the same thing as donkey kong except for it was like uh, little kangaroo, <laughs> yeah, man. little I, that took her baby. <laughs> I remember those days. Wow, you're speaking my era right up my era, you know, because I was born in 1970, so I, you know, I I can remember a lot. And the arcades were, you know, you could make a fistful of quarters or just a dollar or two dollars worth of quarters really last. It felt like it when you're yeah. younger, and I remember that well. And when Pong came out. Uh, and for Atari in 1972, those guys really had, uh, were just kind of playing around with games and they put it in a bar called Andy Caps. Do you know those fries that you can buy? Those hot fries, Andy Caps hot fries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The character, yeah. Cartoon character looking guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was this bar. I don't know. I think it was in Boston. I could be totally wrong. So if anybody is listening to us and if I'm wrong, correct me. But they put that there and uh, it just blew up. And the home version version for Atari came out. Uh, from like Sears, you can get back in the day, you get everything from Sears in 1975 mm-hmm. for like a hundred bucks. And, uh, and I did some math doing a little research. That was like today. So it'd be like buying an Xbox, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Isn't that crazy for just two <laughs> dials? Two dials. Were oh, little- yeah, yeah. You didn't even do all you were doing was going up and down, turning left and right, <laughs> left and right, so then you catch the ball. But, but, but no, no joke. That was it, was uh, it was interesting and fun to try to like keep up with that little ball because if you, yeah. you cut it just right, boy, that person had to hurry up and try to catch it for it, you know. And, and you think about it, it's kept, that was kind of like the digital air hockey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And then and then breakout. You can remember everybody playing that. You're yeah, breakout too. Doing yeah, it. Breakout was yeah. cool. It's it's crazy because the leap technology. Um, because I got so interested in this, Spidey Hack. Once I started remembering and and seeing, uh, the, how much it's changed, and I started diving a little bit around. You know how the internet tells you everything. I was like, okay, well, I remember the pong. I remember playing that with my family. I remember the Atari Twenty Six Hundred getting that too. And I'm like, well, when did that come out? That came out in 77, and I was like, holy shit, that only came out a couple years later after Pong. Yeah. And that technology jump just from those couple years was huge because now you got a joystick and a button, you know? Yeah, that's, that's funny because that's the year I was born. Okay, <laughs> 77. I came out when I was born. <laughs> 
you know how much you want are you curious on how much it costs we we don't have to get in too many numbers but i did oh no that's cool i yeah i I used to own i used to own a lot of i used to own a lot of games my dad used to buy a bunch of games for us but i didn't know how much how much they ran back then how much were they running oh he's 100 bucks yeah, I'll tell you what, right now, your parents loved you a lot if they got you an Atari 2600 <laughs> because back, back a long time ago, back then, the cost was about $199.99. Today's money, you know, you're looking at, or when I did the math because I yeah. went online and you can type about 840 bucks. I'm like, what? And each game, Uh-oh. each game was about $18 as well. So those cartridges, that's a, yeah, I, a lot of I could say I probably had about, 20 cartridges. <laughs> yeah. Just for anybody that is wondering where I'm getting these numbers, that was like 3.58% interest. I don't know if you know this, but it's funny because I was actually at the, I went to the dollar store the other day or a family dollar over there and they actually mm-hmm. sell for 30 bucks now. They have to sell like a, a, an updated version of the Atari. That you just plug into your HDMI to the side of your TV, and you could play like I think it's about like fifteen games into it or thirty games built into it. I've seen those. Yeah, and they got them now, like a Sega Genesis. Like, oh my god, we haven't gotten to the Sega part, but <laughs> oh, I, I've got that information. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's funny that I remember buying the Sega Genesis. We can jump back to where we were, back to the Atari. But since you brought the Sega Genesis, I was uh, a young guy just uh, out of high school and stuff, and working at a local hospital and i saved up for quite a few weeks to get that and that was only 16 bit but i remember wanting to get that and uh the jump you know that atari was 8 bit and so it wasn't 1989 the sega was still 16 bit but just a different type of gaming platform still which you know yeah yeah exactly yeah how about how about the nintendo Oh yeah, that's that, that. That was my second. That was my second game console. The first one I had was Atari, and then the second one was the Nintendo. Which at that time, <laughs> you had the Zapper. You had the Zapper. Yeah. You had the two controllers, and then I, 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 I think at the time you could. It had a little robot. It had a yeah, little robot that had a little claw, and I never understood what the hell to do with that little robot. You know, <laughs> just always well, it had that, it had that little gyroscope. Yeah. <laughs> It had a game that went with it, but for some reason, I just I couldn't collate the how to make him work with the game. So I just played with him on the side, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of us did. I think a lot of us did. And you know, it's funny too. You say that little zapper gun. I just saw something that kind of went a little bit viral on the internet. That did you know that when you're playing Duck Hunt, the person could plug in controller two and control the duck? And I'm like, I never knew that. Really, I did not know either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's true because I don't have my Nintendo anymore, but yeah. that's supposedly something that went, you know, interesting enough, since I did the, since I did some research, the price of that, see, that here's a theme, there's a theme in this, because the Atari, like I said, back in 75, was about 100 bucks, but, or excuse me, uh, the home version of Atari, the Pong, mm-hmm. was about 100 bucks. And then it jumped up to about 199 and the Nintendo came out in 1985. That was an 8-bit system. That was 199.99. So that's like their price point, but about 450 bucks today. Like I said about buying an Xbox, you know? It's it's pretty crazy which brings to the Super Nintendo. Now they finally jumped up to 16-bit. Now you're playing with power. Now, now you're playing with power. Yeah, that was Nintendo's uh, <laughs> slogan. And they actually, had, I remember uh, that the power glove too. That was that was that Ooh. was fun too. 
You had to have tiny little hands for that thing to fit you. Oh yeah, my my friend, my friend, my neighbor had that part. I was like, I think that was probably like the only Nintendo accessory that I didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> he he had it, and then I was like, that's it. Like you know, it was like it just one hand. You know what I'm saying so, I'm like, I you had the controller on your left hand. Like it wasn't just the same. Like, like I for that I just went and grabbed the controller, and at that time they actually had. I don't know, sure you remember they actually had even. A bigger, a, a huge uh, <clears throat> connector that you could connect that it was kind of like you had the joystick and you had the other yeah. buttons. It was, I forget what they called that. I remember I had the NES Max, which was like the curved version, kind of like what, what, uh, what kind of like what the PlayStation controllers are like now. They had a Nintendo looking one like that. What, no, I, where, I, I, I remember that. So you could grab the corners. It was called the NES Max. And yeah. yeah, that was my favorite because they actually, you know how when you if you played Contra on the old controller, the square one, you had to push the button in order to shoot. Well, right. this particular controller, it had a little circle that you held it and automatically brrr, it was like fire. Oh, yeah, you know. So that was <laughs> that was the controllers that I had back in the days. So yeah, Nintendo was my favorite. My favorite game I could say at the time when I first got it was Kung Fu. <laughs> Kung yeah, I remember that game well. I remember. Because that was in 1991 when when the Super Nintendo came out. I remember that controller you're talking about, that particular one. My cousin had it, and you it did have that little turbo spot. And I remember that made – you had the advantage. <laughs> the Kung Fu the Kung Fu was fun because we played it in the arcade, and it was fun. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, to have yeah. it on Super yeah. Nintendo and have the same thing <clears throat> was like, yes. Yeah. No, that was a, that it was a the regular same. Nintendo. I'm sorry. It was on the regular Nintendo. That was on the very first Nintendo. The Super Nintendo yeah. came later, but the regular Nintendo. I that remember playing Kung that. Fu at the arcade. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy, Kung isn't it? That was fun back in the day. I, 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 can't, I just, I just, I just missed the nostalgia of, of of playing the arcade, and which is funny because here in Orlando, uh, we actually have a, a, uh, it's like a bar. But it's an '80s theme bar, and if you go in there, I'm telling you, you would have like it. You would feel like you were back in the '80s because you walk in, and it's like the walls are painted in neon, and it's got like pictures of Ghostbusters and uh, like, <laughs> like anything from the '80s. It's, it's it's like they painted it on the wall, and then when you get up to the bar area, right when you walk into your right, you see like a huge Slimer sticking out of the wall, and they have like they have like Mortal Kombat. They have all these games that are free for you to play inside. You don't have to pay nothing to play them. And they're Sweet. like, they got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the X-Men game. Like, all, they have all these old school games. And the theme of the of the bar, it's like, it's, it's intense. It's really cool, though. And I'm, that's, I miss that part of being able to go to an arcade, you know what I'm saying? And just yeah. enjoying the game. You know what I mean? Because like, that's the way, you know. Now they actually, actually sell now. At Walmart, like they do some of these now. They they have like little like they're like tiny versions of the arcade, which is the same mm-hmm. thing. But you'd have to probably sit down to play it because it's like almost like a little like a little kid could play it. But it actually was like they have a Street Fighter one, and they actually have a um I believe a Centipede one now. I seen it, I saw it at the mall the other day. It's like they're like going for like three hundred bucks, but wow, like little uh, arcade versions of the game. But they're pretty cool. I've seen I've seen exactly what you're talking about. Speaking of arcades, I, I don't know if you've heard me talk before on my show, but I have a full stand up 
upright one that I'm looking at right now. I have it in my studios. It is a 1982 Pengo by Sega. And uh, my family got it in 1982 when a kid in my hometown won it from a, a cereal called Habsy Cereal. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And so it, it plays without quarters. You put a quarter in and the quarter comes right out. But uh, you can have it changed around and have it take quarters. You know, Well, it takes the quarters, but you could have it activated. All you have to do is push one or two player to make the game activated. And I've had friends try to convince me. They go, you know, you can put a computer system in there and play basically any game that's uh, formulated for a one joystick and a, a one button setup. But yeah. I've never wanted yeah, I just don't want to. I, and it's something that it's nostalgic for me and I love it, but I don't play it anymore. And I look at it, and it's a big, huge, heavy brick of like, what do I do with this thing now? And maybe in another 50, 60 years, it might be worth something, but you can still find them, you know, out there. And those little ones that you're talking about, they, it's just a baby one of, of this one that I'm looking at right now that I still have. Yeah, I, I, I my my days spent were a lot were spent in uh playing games at home it was funny cuz my sister she <laughs> she was very athletic so she liked playing softball you know what i'm saying she was into sports so right. my parents tried to get me into it but i was like nah i'd rather stay home and watch saturday morning cartoons and play my nintendo <laughs> Well, we, you and I were that generation. But I, you know, I still, I still love my games because Nintendo at the time they, they, they were just killing it. Like they, they brought, they brought out that game, and then they, they had Mario Brothers, and then they came out with Zelda. So it was like every single time you would try to conquer one game, they make another one that you'd have to like skip and take out that game and start playing all over again. You know, it's a new quest to conquer another game. It was, you know, that's what I loved about Nintendo. Genesis too, like like Sega. I was, I was, I never owned a Sega. My friend always had a Sega, so I, I end up having to go to his house to play Sega, and he come over to my house to play Nintendo. You know what I mean? So, it's the the game consoles were different. I can say that I did like the Sega controller a lot better at the time. Then the Nintendo, yeah. it was blocky, and your your thumbs would start to hurt when you played the Nintendo. But when you played the Sega, it was kind of curved. You know, it had a curvature. Yeah, it was. It was curved, and then it had an extra button, so you yeah, felt exactly. it had that advantage. That came out in 1989. That 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 game almost 30 years old. That console now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And then you know it brings me brings it up since you just were saying how Nintendo was crushing it. They kept crushing it because when the Nintendo 64 came out in '96. Now that's a sixty-four bet system, and now you're playing yeah, awesome yeah. games like GoldenEye. You know? Oh yeah, GoldenEye was the <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, right. And that was the game that when you you either made a friend or you lost a friend from that yeah. game. <laughs> Especially if you had the golden gun, because it was only just one shot. <laughs> one shot. And, and the fun part was that when you could find the little hiding spots that no one knew about. And they would just run by, you just shoot them, like, how are you killing me? <laughs> yeah, that game was fun. You know what was, it was, it was crazy since I was doing some research. I, the PlayStation came out a year before that, and, uh, but people were really still, they, you know, Sony was just infants, you know, everybody was really still trusting the Nintendo, and uh, the Sony came out in 95, and I, I remember having the PlayStations, and I was a Sony guy for 
years and I crossed over to Xbox, but the first Xbox system, I did not like that controller. I didn't like that, the bulkiness. It was yeah, that's what I was to say. I think that's the thing that I don't, I'm, 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 I'm PlayStation till, till I die. You know what I'm saying? I got, oh, okay. I, I just, I could never get into the Xbox, but you're, it's finally like you mentioned the controller. It was too bubbly. Like it, it was like too, like, I don't know. I couldn't fit my hands around it. I was like, it just felt weird. You know what I mean? Just this is why I can never mess with, I can never mess with Xbox. It's the controller. It's the controller just kills me. The, the, the graphics are be- they were beautiful. They were great. As a matter of fact, the first time I ever saw um, Call of Duty was somebody who had an Xbox. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, Call of Duty is a pretty good, cool game. But they make it for a PlayStation? And they did. I was like, okay, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Xbox, they, right shortly after when the Xbox, the next one came out is when I crossed over. And I, I'm sitting on the, the new uh the new one the xbox one and i i really have not played red dead redemption 2 yet and i want to get into that because i liked the first one and i know that's the one that everybody's playing have you got your hands on that one yet no i've seen everybody playing it i actually i think i played red red dead redemption the first one like on playstation I played yeah. before. and it was a pretty cool game for a cowboy game like it's, yeah. it's made by rockstar games right the same people that made um grand theft auto absolutely yeah. so that's why i think i liked it so much yeah, yeah, no doubt. Ride a horse. It's crazy. <laughs> it, what's that? I say you get to ride a horse, and it's it a pretty, it's pretty cool game for the one I remember. Oh yeah, yeah. It's really involved the new one from what I'm seeing, and uh, I still game it. I think that gaming is. I don't know. I think that it can. I don't know. I, I don't drink anymore, so it keeps me, you know. <laughs> you know, I, still like to I was thinking about this conversation because I know that we were talking about how we were going to talk about uh, electronics and such. I started thinking because um, do you remember back in the days, even, I think even before the, the, the game consoles came out, the little handheld games that you used to be able to play with little dots. I think mm-hmm. the football <clears throat> they had football, yeah. and then and even in the eighties, I believe they started. They came up with those little tiger games, where they had if you couldn't afford like a Nintendo, you you could buy those little ones, <laughs> and they were a little cheap because if the, all you saw was like the little character and like the way they they did the the graphic was it was it wasn't even a graphic. It was just like a little character. If you push the button, then all of a sudden they the, the the figure would change. You'd see a foot or a hand like it was punching, depending on the game. <clears throat> oh, man. Those, yeah. those are the days. I, I do remember. I remember. There was a lot of misses and hits, too, through technology. Because, like, the Sega Dreamcast. And then there was the... Um, <laughs> yeah, Sega Dreamcast fell out really big. It was like it came in, and it was just out as quick as it came out. It was like... Yeah. I don't know. What when, the play- when PlayStation 2 came out, that's who they were trying to compete with, was the Sega Dreamcast. But do you remember Nintendo... Um, 3D that was all red. You put your eyes up to this almost like a virtual screen or uh, those virtual things that people, the visors that you yeah, can wear yeah, now, but yeah. everything was in red. I never got to see that one. I never got yeah, that one. Flop. A flop. <laughs> so there's been some hits and misses. I'm wondering now, since I, I always like to think about where we were, where we might be, and how the how things have changed and like the the theme though was pretty strange that it was all about 109, 199, 199. And when I did the math, it's about in today's money, like what we pay for an Xbox. But I wonder where our games will be. Cause we're still, they're, they're making something right now that's competing with 
the games that are out there. I wonder where we're going to be in just another 10 years. I think more now they're trying to really go into that whole virtual reality type of thing because they have that, that Oculus fit. And I was yeah. watching, um, I was just looking at uh, Instagram and I just saw now they have, um, a, well, they've had they've had this out for a while now, but I'm saying they're, they're really, really focusing on it a lot more. But they had like uh, a Creed game, like the new movie, you know, Apollo Creed. Yes. You put that on and you're like virtually a boxer learning to fight and then you eventually fight like, you know, Apollo Creed or you could fight as Drago's son. And I was like, this is the... I will break you. This is I will break you. This is the the level to which it's going up. Like, I think more along the lines, it's going to be kind of like a Ready Player One. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, that's a good movie. I think it's going to go to that point. I really do believe that it'll probably get to that point at some point. I don't know how how far into the future we'll get to having gaming being that intense. But if it gets yeah. that point, oh my god, I'll never leave my house. <laughs> I I think it will. It's a reality world forever. <laughs> yeah, no, I really do believe we're on that cusp because right now the technology that we're using to communicate with each other, and I have a smartphone. I assume you're using a smartphone. Yeah, of course, there's like a thousand times more power in this that set the men up to the moon the first time, you know, and I have a, I have an iPad that I'm using right here that I was able to play our little intro sound music to. And that to me in my life right now, since I was born in 1970, you not much longer, we watched that technology be science fiction when we watched Star Trek next generation. Cause we saw Jody and all those guys with these things that were like, look at this stuff. And now we use them and we don't even think twice about it. So we're going to be there with that virtual reality. It's like, uh, um, I don't know if you remember that movie back, I believe it was in the 90s, uh, Minority Report with Tom Cruise. They were where he had the the screen, he was touching everything like that. And they're doing that now, Mm -hmm. like in movies, but they were doing it back then. So it was like, either they were ahead of their time or they knew something we didn't know that they already have. (laughs) You know what I mean? And they were in the process. They just weren't going to get it out just yet. But now it's like that. It's really like that nowadays. Well, yeah. It's crazy. That could bring us, that can bring you to where all of a sudden you're like, is there something else? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is, was there some reverse engineering that happened? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. How did we get this big boost at that time? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. It's crazy. I, I, I believe that they have some type of technology that, like I said, they got things probably out there that we don't even. Please trust me. I'm pretty sure the government got some really nice toys that they still keep into themselves. <laughs> men, men in black type tracks on them. That's how they keep tabs on us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been I've been saying that about I I have the new uh, iPhone XS Max and it's got the whole facial recognition thing. Mm-hmm. And I go, what they're doing is they're just making me. Mm-hmm. And other people that use this comfortable with this. So when it's happening to us all the time, we don't all of a sudden go, holy shit, what am I, wait, you're looking at, now we're all of a sudden, we're like, oh, it's so convenient. It's so easy. It's so this, it's so that. I love it. I don't have to remember this. I don't have to. So now all of a sudden, it's not just a scare, whatever. Now it's going to be comfortable. And I'm like, thank you. Uh, you know, it's like Facebook, you know, it's a social experiment of seeing who knows, you know, of making us comfortable with this technology. And uh, I, yeah. I, 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 not that there's some kind of 
you know, dark over undertone around it. But if you were conspiracy yeah. theorist, you would instantly say, you know, uh, they're doing that because they want to watch you. And I'm like, yeah. well, I have Siri activated on my phone. It listens to me all the time anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's kind of like, <laughs> I say it cause I, I kind of had like conspiracy theories from time to time myself, but, but, um, it's, I saw, I saw like a, a meme one time where they were like, they think this is space. It was like a, a picture, like the FBI saying they think it's, they think it's facial recognition. They don't realize we're just getting an imprint of their face. You know what I mean? Like, right. so that we know what, if they did something wrong, we know exactly where to find them. Cause you can't, uh, now you can't escape not being hit by a camera. Whether you go into the movies, whether you're going to the gas station, whether you're going into a store, anywhere you look, now there's a camera. So if you do something wrong, there's a chance that they will find you. <laughs> yeah. Hard to, yeah. Because, like I said, with the whole phones and everything, and you know, even with the fingerprints, like if okay, let's say you've never done a crime before in your life, you have your fingerprint, and you put your fingerprint on your phone. Hey. Yeah. There's ways I'm pretty sure there's ways around that that fingerprint. If it gets memory if it's if it's memorized into your phone, trust me, it's in that database. It can be used. My fingerprints have already been I, I can't <laughs> I've already been arrested plenty of times. So they got <laughs> but I'm just saying <laughs> I've been arrested once. Oh, have you? Yeah, I, I I've been bad boy. I've been arrested a couple of times, but yeah. Uh, anybody out there don't do a crime and then put your fingerprint on your phone because yeah. <laughs> my fingerprints are under record anyways because i've wore a lot of hats in my life and one of the jobs i had before i had to uh have my fingerprints and background checks and everything so it's all out there anyways yeah yeah it is what it is yeah it is right you can either live in fear or just not of like technology or whatever and I, I'm not not to put no chip <laughs> That's coming. That's coming now. It's scary. It's scary. It's already there. It's not even that it's coming. There's places that are already. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they got yeah. job sites that have that have the chip in there, so like you can get into your job quicker or whatever. I saw that. Yeah. I saw this one guy experiment by also putting um, electrodes in his hand for a year or something, and he could plug into his bioelectrics or something. Yeah, I saw that. I think I seen that. Yeah, I think I seen it. Crazy. We are, we're living in a world that's really changing a lot because we had just both talked about what we can remember and some of our things that were uh, influences on us. And uh, I never would have thought I'd have this technology to do what we just did today, um, just 10 years ago or five years ago. So this was fun. I really enjoyed our talk, our conversation. I felt like I got to know you a little bit more. I felt like um, we learned a little bit today and had fun doing it you know of course always bro always cool cool well thank you for your time i appreciate it i'm going but uh all my well i don't do show notes that much i'm not very good at those but i'll put a link over to uh to where i can find you on instagram is there any other place that you'd like to let our listeners know where they can find you spready heck all right here so here it goes here we go with the good stuff if you're on facebook just go to spidey heck voiceover show you can join the group there or you can check me out on instagram as he's as patrick stated you can check me out on instagram at spidey heck same way as well as on youtube you can check me out at the spidey heck visual 
voiceover show where it's kind of like my Instagram, but I, I actually put I have other videos there that I don't have on Instagram. So if you want to laugh at my little 10 to 15 second videos of me doing a voiceover or doing some kind of crazy, uh, I do kind of like the visual facials, you know, the fake faces, like, you know, like Snapchats or whatever. I just do some funny stuff like that. Find me there. And as always, you can find me on the Spidey Hack voiceover show podcast available on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Radio Public, and anywhere else. If you just type Spidey Hack on Google, you'll find me. <laughs> Perfect, man. That was perfect. That was. Uh, I have a YouTube. Yeah. As well, so I learned something today. I'll have to go over and check it out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said I got 29 subscribers, but hey, it's, it's 29 is better than none. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I, I, I feel right now if we can just reach one person today too, then we we accomplished what we set out to do. And I know I reached one person with just you and I reaching you and so i i really am thankful and grateful for this conversation i mean that sincerely and i appreciate your time I appreciate sunday i always appreciate our talks last time we i think we had a talk with a bunch of us but yeah one with you man it's cool i appreciate Thank you taking you. your thoughts i really do awesome groovy man we're i'm gonna put this show up um for monday's episode and so um you know, if you don't hear it right away, that's the reason why Spidey Hack, because I want to share the love and let everybody know where you're about. And uh, take your time, put it out when you can. And all uh, right, my friend, appreciate y'all. Come check me out, Spidey Hack. Right. Groovy, thanks, brother. Peace.